Hey, what's up, builders? It's your girl, Kay Antoinette, the blogger. And if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Now, let's get into the episode. Hi Builders, it's your girl, Kay Antoinette, the blogger, and you are now listening to the LBF Podcast. I have a very dear guest with me here to talk about the topic, the healing process. Go ahead and uh, let them know who you are. What's up, Builders? I'm the best friend, Shakira. (laughs) You know, if you want to follow me, she'll tag me at the end of the podcast, whatever whenever she posts but um yeah let's get started you already know how we do so we don't waste too much time to jump into our topic and of course like I said before we're talking about healing and how the healing process is one that everybody should be partaking in (laughs) should be keyword um and so the first part of this segment is called we all fucked up we all just out here fucked up Kira and winging it winging this shit <laughs> but some of our wings broke though like and we ain't trying to fix them you, y'all heard that yeah, did y'all catch that I, I'm gonna need for y'all to get some pens some paper a highlighter so that you can understand what she just said mm-hmm. because we all know that we've all been through some things right everybody has their story everybody has their testimony and that's cool but the important part of it is what you gonna do about it you know what i'm saying like how are you gonna fix the stuff that is broken in your life and the stuff that is broken inside of you because it may not have been your fault that you got those broken pieces but it is your job to fix it am i right am i am i good am i on the right path you know it got a little quiet in here i ain't hear no amen corner amen amen. (laughs) so uh you want to tell them how we kind of got to this topic uh no not that way we're gonna kind of feel our way through it you know um like we always do we always be um venting and cursing about (laughs) our weeks about some everything and you know we kind of was going one one way and then detoured and got to this way so So you guys the the important part for me is So this topic is something I've been wanting to write about for a while. Um, It's one that is very much needed to be had, you know, a discussion that needs to be had amongst people, amongst friends, amongst, amongst people in relationships. But it was not something I knew how to write and give justice to. So um, having those people in your, in your lives that you can have conversations with and they kind of steer you you know creatively into those spaces um after i talked to her it was what last night Mm -hmm. 
last night and we've had other conversations but it was last night in particular that it was just like the words started pouring out of me and me and her were making such great points I was like we gotta capture this we gotta share this with other people because people we make it this thing like oh you're healing or whatever we make it look like it's this great thing but either people aren't doing it or they're just taking it for granted and (laughs) you can't have that especially in the dating world because this is a two-part series with me and her this first series is the healing process and then we're gonna uh, have another episode where we're talking about the dating rules dating rules one-on-one and we're gonna be discussing how the healing process crosses over into the dating world and how that affects everybody involved when you don't properly heal from your shit so before y- y'all know me i'm very opinionated um i write um and now i'm doing this but this is somebody you haven't heard from before so i'll let her you know share her thoughts about this first segment <clears throat> how we're all fucked up and how that affects us connecting with one another in the moment and be like okay you know my bad I fucked up I did a little too much but anyway that's me I'm the best friend I'm the pit bull behind the scenes so yeah so um what we gonna talk about (laughs) y'all I'm sorry she's in a mood right now I am a move you, one. Well, hey, that part. Wow. But uh, we gonna we gonna keep her grounded Somebody and steer please. her Somebody through please. this conversation because the conversation, the conversation. Oh, I know. But the conversation we had last night was was very much in depth, and I want us to give it justice. So let's let's kind of. Give me the notes. I got you. See, so I she took notes. notes. I took notes, y'all. She so this morning, back. this morning I woke up and like I said those words were kind of just pouring out of me and i shared to social media like um a lot of different phrases a lot of different things that people could take and share on their own social media pertaining to the healing process and one of those things that i said was i am not a damsel hell well i didn't share that one (laughs) it was that it was so what i shared was um you know People need to stop waiting for this knight in shining armor to come save them, right? Mm -hmm. You are not a damsel. Yes. You need to do the work yourself Mm -hmm. to fix your shit. Like, and it is true for not only women, because I I think a lot of times when we think about this, especially because a woman is talking about it, we automatically think we're talking about other women. No, 
it's so many men out here too Listen. that do not do the work <laughs> and they get into these connections with other people and they expect that woman or whoever they're dating to kind of cover whatever spot they missed because they didn't heal themselves they f- they feel like that person is coming along to fix their shit it's like no that's not how that works you gotta meet me halfway like if something is broken and, and that's another thing i talk about is your personal healing process is only going to take you so far right you gonna only do so much before you need that affirmation before you need that validation from another person and that's okay that's the human part of us but that distance that you cover is so very very important because it's it's saying that you care enough to actually put in the work for your flaws for your scars for all the places in you that are in need of your attention and your work so the other person has something to work with and (laughs) if you're not doing that work and you have somebody who is it's just it's it's like you're not gonna be a match for each other because I got my own stuff. You know what I'm saying? I got my own skeleton. That part, my bag is heavy as shit. You know Listen. what I'm saying? I'm dragging that that damn bag all Every over. Day. My back hurts. <laughs> my knees, my ankles. Okay, my wrist from carrying but this still, shit. I'm doing it right to do the work. I'm willing to do it I'm really I'm willing to acknowledge that there's work to be done that's first and foremost I'm willing to actually put in the effort the time the attention the the resources um to actually put in that work and more importantly when you come along you're gonna have somebody who is aware who is willing who is an active participant in their own healing process. Because when you put other people in charge of healing wounds that somebody else made or even you made yourself, it's not going to end well for you. And so that's what this whole thing is about. So, uh, we all fucked up out here. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But, you know, the most fucked up people out here with these broken wings are just slapping us all. Like... (laughs) What you're not about to do is come over here with this broken wing and put some glue on it or put some oh, tape on they make it. it look good, girl. And make it look real nice. Put a little jacket on it so I really can't see where you fucked up at. <laughs> and then when you take the jacket off, I'm like, oh, What the shit. hell? What was this? Where this come from? I didn't notice. I didn't tape know. Tape falling off. Not glue the don't stick no more. Glue all just gooey. Really? Okay, I'm gonna just ignore that. But anyways, um. all right, we are back. Hey. So we 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 listened to our first segment. I realized I had some adjusting to do, so we're equal parts distance away from the microphone. And uh, I'm going to try not to be so loud when she makes me laugh, okay? Um, So this... Hilarious out here. Right. That damn dry humor. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. But this second segment is called Unhealed People Out Here. So we already established that we all a little fucked up. You know, it, it comes with the territory. Life is hard. Shit happens. And you just gotta, you know, take what you get. But we got a lot of unhealed people out here that don't realize 
that they got some healing to do and it's a problem or just don't care you don't care i think we live in an age now where people wear their hurt on their sleeves like it's a badge of honor right Mm -hmm. so oh i had my heart broken oh my best friend got shot you know saying just all this different kind of stuff and it's just like you know i had to use that guy i'm I'm just and i'm not i'm not saying it to make light of it (laughs) i'm not saying it to make light of what i'm saying is people use a lot of this really hard stuff it's really hard stuff but they use it as an excuse to remain the same and to not do the work and they expect people to just take them how they are without actually healing themselves or trying to at least and that's, that's a problem it's not you're not about to tell me oh that's just how i am and i'm just supposed it. to be like okay no i done did that too many times but we're gonna save that for you know later on, <laughs> on the show. no uh, but it ties but, in um off what she was saying like people out here just oh that's how i am and then adding in the drugs and alcohol and just out here sleeping with whoever i'm just like first of all soul ties are real mm-hmm. so you just gonna keep jumping in the bed with everybody taking all that and then putting it on one of the good people making them a bad person and so that's what we all end up being fucked up because don't nobody want to do the work. This vicious cycle of people not wanting to own up to their shit. And like I said before, it's like, listen, the way you got, you know, your heartbreak, your lemons, the way you came about them might not be your fault. You know what I'm saying? I went through a lot, a lot in these last two and a half years. You know what I'm saying? And none of it really was my fault. But I had to take it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And if I allow myself to become a bitter person if I allow myself to you know just sit into that in that pain and in that suffering in that mindset and just let it fester you know what I'm saying and then I'm taking that and I'm bringing that into the dating world you know what I'm saying or I'm taking that and I'm bringing it into my relationship I'm bringing it into my friendships I'm bringing it into all different aspects of my life then it's on me because I know there's a problem. I can feel it. I've changed in some way. I don't feel good. I'm depressed. I'm anxious. Whatever the case may be. Out here. And it's my... You know what I'm saying? Attitude all the time. That part. Feeling heavy. And you're feeling all these emotions, but you're not taking the time to explore them. social media. Right. You're going out partying all the time. First off, that's not healthy. You out here trying to date. Call yourself dating. Listen, honey. But you're sitting at the table on your phone. You're not even, you can't even communicate. You can't have a conversation. You can't really talk about your true feelings because you got to sit here and wear this mask all day. Don't you get tired of that? Like, I, I'm tired. That's I exhausting. Y'all. I told y'all in the first one, <laughs> I am nobody's good girl. Well, shit, I'm nobody's fucking maybe either. That, all of that just culminates into. I'm just into not sure. How about that? <laughs> I'm not going to keep it Until you up. do the work. Right. You're not going to have me. I'm sorry. If I'm willing to be out here doing the work, realizing what's wrong, realizing my triggers, you can do the same thing. You know when something's something's bothering you. You know, okay, maybe something happened with childhood. Maybe your parents taught you one way. But you realize that shit don't quite work for you anymore. So you need to change some shit up. Do the work. Find out what works for you, what doesn't. It's okay. It is okay. 
because we've established that all of us got those those things that, that baggage you know what i'm saying it might not be the same it might not be identical but we do know that everybody is struggling with something but the difference is are you trying to <laughs> heal yourself from those things are you trying to figure it out are you trying to do the work if you're not but then you're out here and you're coming into other people's space you're coming into other people's energy you setting off the vibe like then that's when it becomes an issue because you have to understand that it's not always all about you it's not always all about you and if you're going to be out here interacting with other people as an unhealed person that's a problem and you need to fix it because <laughs> I'm tired of coming into contact with y'all unhealed folks. So tired. I am unhealed. Let me say that now, first and me foremost. Too. I am unhealed, okay? I still struggle with anger. I definitely struggle with anxiety. And Every it day. took a while for me to admit this to myself because I have I was so used to being independent, strong, dominant, sweet. You know what I'm saying? I was so used to uh, all these different things that I called myself that I wasn't actually looking at myself for, for how I was. Once I started to do that, I realized that, dang, every action has a reaction. So <laughs> the way I am is causing some kind of reaction in my life. I need to fix this. I need to fix it because if I want to have the kind of connections and the kind of love and the kind of, you know, experiences that I deserve, that I long for, I have to make sure that I'm presenting, I'm showing up as my best self. The only way you can do that is when you're on that healing process and in that healing journey doing the fucking work. Point blank period. And also, let me say this. The word (laughs) healing, you know, it sounds all fancy. Oh, it's all glittery and sparkles. No, that shit hurt. It does. That's why it's so not a straight line. It. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be some curves. You gonna detour, <laughs> U-turns, <laughs> um, <laughs> roadblocks, all that. But right. at the end of the day, all of that is necessary to get to the destination where you're supposed to be. Yes. And you know, it may come off as you being weak or whatever, but it's okay to be weak in some moments. Vulnerable. But at the same time, you don't realize, like, once you heal those broken pieces, how strong or how stronger you're going to be at the end of the day. Like, if you do the work, you ain't got to worry about who say what or, you know, how you how you felt back then. It's going to be a different, different vibe for you. You're going to know, like, okay, right. I went through this. That happened. That shit was fucked up, but mm. it happened. Mm. That shit over there was real fucked up. You look back and you're like, happened. damn. <laughs> and I got through it, though. Right. Like, you know, in the moment, you know, you'd be like, dang, I don't know how I'm going to get through this shit. Because, listen, right now, I'm struggling. But <laughs> at the end of the day, I'm not going to give up. Because, one, I got a little one that's depending on me. But, two, I'm depending on myself. And I'm depending on myself to pull me out of this hole that I'm in. Yeah, some days is full of anxiety depression some days I don't want to get off the couch some days I don't want to do anything but I have to get up and keep pushing forward because that's the only way that I'm gonna get there is put doing the work pushing myself out the hole to see 
what other opportunities are out there? What other destinations can I get to in that moment, in that day, if I just get up and do the work? That part. Um, so, first of all, while she was over here, you know, doing her monologue, I'm over here <laughs> jotting down notes because she said two very, very important things. So, one of the things she said is healing is hard. And That's that right. is real because it's scary. You know what I'm saying? When you're bringing up and you holding up your scars and all of your flaws and all of these different things to a light it it is painful especially when it comes to very traumatic experiences when you have to go back and revisit your emotions so that you can get through it that is hard and that to me is why so many people avoid the healing process because they don't want to relive those emotions. Especially they don't want to revisit if them. You done suppressed it for so Especially, long. Especially, so, and, and that's an, I hate to say that's another thing again, but, <laughs> but it, it is, is another thing because this, the chain reaction of this conversation, it, it, it is a broad conversation because when you think about when we're talking about the healing process, your mind probably, probably automatically went to romantic love. And that is not true. The healing process, you can have that in your family. You can have that in your relationship, your friendships. I think the most I see out here when we talk about the healing process and how that affects us is people don't acknowledge how they still haven't healed from childhood wounds. And they still haven't healed from the connections they have with their mom, their dad, their sisters, their brothers. And then they take those emotions and and they're suppressed for so long that they honestly don't know what to do with them. And they just keep them boxed up. And they think that it, it stays in that box, but it doesn't. You know what I'm saying? You see it show up in different aspects of their lives. So the healing process is hard. When you start digging and you start looking at yourself and you start examining your scars, your wounds, your traumatic experiences, your hurt, your pain, all of that shit, whatever you want to call it. When you start doing that, when you start looking at it, it gets real uncomfortable. And you guys know that I've, I've written about uh, the power of discomfort. You not gonna be comfortable all the fucking time. Like this illusion that living your best life sounds- I don't sound- know who told us that, that. Nobody did. We were gonna be comfortable <laughs> in every moment of our lives. But Nobody. we really had that in our minds though. Like, oh, this shit gonna be a breeze. Shit. <laughs> About to be a breeze. Okay. <laughs> But it's not. <laughs> you get slapped with that ton of bricks. And you're going to have to know how to pick yourself back up. And that's this the important true. part. It's like, y'all, like, we're not saying it's supposed to be excruciatingly hard. I am not. But sometimes it will be. Sometimes it will. But it's okay. Just know that that moment will pass if you deal with it properly. And it's necessary for you to get to the other side. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's okay for you to feel a little discomfort sometimes in order for you to get to what God and what life has for you. Whatever you believe in, the universe, whatever. I told y'all I believe in God. Listen, he does not want y'all out here being broken. Okay? I don't want you out here being and broken. And he's going to make you uncomfortable. <laughs> Very. My greatest so moments. So you can change some stuff. Greatest moments were born from my greatest discomforts. And we'll talk about that in another podcast. But for now, we have to understand that healing is, for the most part, not comfortable. When I go and I talk to my counselor, my therapist, about a lot of the stuff that I have that I can't talk to other people about, mm-hmm. it is very uncomfortable for me. It took very. me It took me about, I don't know, about five six sessions for me to actually open up to her when i first started going to therapy 
when it comes to me coming in contact with guys who want to date me and we're in that process when we're trying to get to know each other it takes me a while for me to actually fully open up because I struggle with vulnerability that's one of my flaws but I know that and guess what even though it's uncomfortable <laughs> I still push past it so I can get to that healing I was on the other side of the spectrum <laughs> my therapist <laughs> pouring it out question. and it is I guess because it took me so long to go to counseling though right and once I like I was just at the roadblock I was just like I gotta go talk to somebody else like I need another perspective another person to listen to me and tell me okay maybe you should try this so you know I'd be talking about myself life and stuff in my counseling sessions but I've had one session where like afterwards I cried like a baby but I needed that and therapy is good it's not a bad thing I don't I mean I know the world sometimes the world will make you feel like some some things are bad but Therapy is is good. It's right. needed. The church is not going to do it all the time. Well, ooh, that might be a little post with nothing. But that, but 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 you're right. Like, and it's all coming full circle, right? You are, you guys know I'm a big advocate for going to therapy. But therapy doesn't mean you have to go in somebody's office. For a lot of y'all, the talk therapy, just talking to your significant other is a big hurdle communication well not i mean yes communication but it's just like you won't never you never talk about the things that are bothering you the things that are on your mind the things that are stressing you out the things that are making you anxious if you never talk to somebody you know what i'm saying because if you take that person and you tell them hey just go to therapy that might work for them but for the most part if they can't even talk to the person that's closest to them you know what I'm saying? They might not be, they might be reluctant to talk to somebody else who's a stranger or they might do it. But I think the first step is to talk. Like, and find out what works for you. Find out what works for you. And, and y'all just talk. You know what I'm saying? Talk therapy doesn't mean it has to be a professional. It means that you just need to express yourself. And a lot of times, like across the board, you think, somebody knows exactly what's wrong with you just because you, you mad at them we, or because they hurt your feelings but bad at that. a lot of a lot of times guys don't know because they just i don't know they just wired different but people don't always know that, that they know. hurt your feelings or that you feel some type of way and you have to communicate your feelings right you have to be like even though it's gonna it's going to be uncomfortable. You probably don't want to have a conversation because you don't want to hurt their feelings. But it's going to hurt more if you don't talk about it. It's just going to get suppressed, get swept under the rug, and then it's just going to keep coming back up. And then you're going to walk around the person and just be mad because they don't know what's wrong with you. And just both of y'all going to be mad because y'all don't know. I just need y'all to have that conversation so that you can deal with it and move on. Yes. So the second important thing, because I said it was two, <laughs> and we got swept up in that first one because yep. it's so good. But the second important thing she said was, oftentimes we're out here and we're expecting other people to do the healing for us, right? So one of the things that we kind of touched on 
last night when we were having this conversation was how these unhealed people, people that aren't doing the work, uh, I should say, the people who aren't doing the work for the healing out here and they're looking for that healing in other people. And it's like, baby boy, I cannot help you on your healing journey if you are not willing to help yourself because I have too much that I am fighting with. I fight with my self-esteem, my confidence, my anxiety, my depression. I fight with, you know, all these different things I have going on. My grief. Fighting with the world every day. You know what I'm saying? Yes, I'm fighting with all this simultaneously trying to heal and and become a a better person uh make the most of these very tough experiences and then here you come raggedy to add to my plate raggedy just all over the place i just don't understand like how you expect me to just put what i got going on aside so i can help you and you ain't doing nothing if if you are trying to do the work i will help you i will be more than willing to help you but I need to see some effort yes, first. Yes, yes, Because if I'm sitting over here, I got this big old plate of stuff that I'm trying to deal with. And then you come handing me another plate. Well, I, that's I'm too full. much. I'm, I'm going to push it away. And you. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. <laughs> so one of the things, one of the quotes I have. So bear with me. It says, your personal healing process is only going, going to take you so far. But that distance is important. Meet me at your glass ceiling of healing and we can break that shit together. So I, I mentioned it in the first one and I'm going to mention it again. You got to meet me halfway. It's on, Your personal healing journey uh, or whatever is going to take you only but so far. And you're going to need the other person that God, the universe has for you. Right. And they're going to kind of help you. But you got to do some work. You're you going to have to do something. Yes. Amen. But you out here. <laughs> you oh, I want to get married. I want to do this. How? You don't even know how to be in a relationship. You don't even know how to be by yourself. So how how you how you want to get married? You but don't you're even not, know yourself. You don't even know what what to tell the person about yourself because you don't know yourself. You're out here partying all the time. Bopping around. Hopping from one bed to the next. Slang and dangling. Whatever she can do for you in the moment, that's acceptable. But I, you're not healing nothing. You just adding on to to yourself. Then you wonder why you sleeping all the time. You wonder why you can't fucking think straight because you got all this shit attached to you. You shake it off, boo. You gotta shake it off. You gotta do something because if you come to me with that and I'm an advocate I'm of knowing, I am an advocate of knowing thyself. I am an advocate of healing thyself. I'm an advocate of, I'm good over here. You can keep that shit over there. Um, your feelings gonna get hurt. For one, my energy gonna, gonna sniff All it out right. anyway. And um, you come to me the wrong way. Oh, first of all, you probably not gonna get a text back. <laughs> don't call my phone because I don't want to talk to you. I don't, I don't want to FaceTime you. Like Your energy speaks for itself. And I can't do nothing with that. If I'm over here trying to heal me, to prepare myself for my husband. Hey, God, come on, Jesus. Right. But I'm trying to prepare myself for my husband. And I've, I've been single since, what, 2014? It's a long-ass time. But I did not do the work the entire time. Mm. So now that I'm aware 
and I have more clarity about myself, I know that maybe it's not it's not the time for me to be in a relationship. It's time to focus on myself and what's important for me and what I need on the inside so that maybe when I do step on a dating scene or, you know, get ready to have a little boo bay, whatever, I'm aware of what I need from him. So I, we ain't got to play this game. If you can't, if, and that's why I can ask the questions up front, can you deliver? Can you do this for me? Hi, if you ready. cannot, because I'm giving you the option to be honest. Right. If you cannot, okay, leave me alone and I'll go and somebody else uh, get the reply for me. But until we are honest with ourselves and we are willing to do the work, we just all going to be out here fucked up and keep fucking each other. Yeah. And keep <laughs> reopening wounds and making new wounds for each dicing. other. Like, yeah. and that's why the world is so fucked up today because... Nobody is trying to do the work. Some people are. We we do the work. Some people are, but it's not enough. And that and that was another thing that reminded me. So one of the things I told her last night, I was like, "Yo, so we got this dynamic, and it's it's like <laughs> it's it's really messed up because you got a pool of people, right, or a good amount of people that are doing that work. But if you get paired with somebody who's not." it's just not gonna work like unless you just so desperate to be with somebody that you accept anything but if i've done all this work in my personal healing journey and then i'm coming into contact with somebody who's done nothing for their their healing i i can't do it because you're gonna you're gonna mess up what i got going yeah, on you know what i'm saying because you're gonna hurt me in the hole you're gonna hurt me and i'm not yeah. gonna i'm not gonna want to talk to nobody i'm gonna just be like okay well maybe I, it ain't my time let me go back in my little corner and do some more work because obviously I start to blame myself but then I realize I'm like hey this no this ain't my problem it was them <laughs> it's so, not me all the time no. <laughs> you know sometimes I'll be, be trying my best to take responsibility right. for things but I'm just like it ain't always me right. but what is important is knowing that when it is you and what you're supposed to do to fix it and, and, and distinguishing between the two you check yourself often you know what I'm saying? Make sure that the things that you want to be, that you are actually out here uh, presenting yourself as and actually performing as. And then going from there, because when I walk away from situations or when I've been, you know, ripped away from situations or connections with people, I'm very critical of myself. So that's the first thing I do is I think about. Oh man, what did I do? Right? What, did I do? what could I have what done? What could I have done? You know what I'm saying? How can I make this different so that this doesn't happen again? So I usually jump full fledged into my healing process. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm trying to fix myself. But <laughs> what I realize is no, it's not always you. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's not always you. Granted, you can find the things that you could have done differently. But you also have to admit that maybe you was with somebody that was unhealed. Maybe you came into contact with somebody who didn't even realize they had something that needed to be healed. You know what I'm saying? And that messed up whatever connection that you have. One of the things that I wrote uh, was, <laughs> and it's kind of like a, an, an analogy, but just bear with me. It says, my job is to believe when someone tells me I'm beautiful. It's not trying to convince them that, I'm, them, them that I'm beautiful. So basically, if I come into contact with a guy and he says, you beautiful. I've healed myself enough that 
I know that's true. You know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to convince him and his words aren't convincing me because I know myself, I've healed myself and it's not his job to convince me of something that I should already know. But it's so many times that females out here, because they don't hear it enough, they don't see it enough, they don't take the time to heal, out here looking for validation, and soon as somebody say, hey beautiful, Mm. they just fall and just melt and fall into the trap. And then here's another one gone. Another one that fell victim to, hey beautiful. And then both of them oh, unhealed shit. people. You're a panic. <laughs> <laughs> both of the unhealed people out here just being toxic together. And then they hurt each other and then part their ways. Right. And then now you out here infecting somebody else. Come on, man. We gotta take we gotta take the time to recognize what we need. Yes. How we gonna get there and do better. Yeah much better and you notice how she said we like i know right now we, we kind of this is intense right now i f- wish y'all could feel the energy in this room because like we got real serious from that first segment to now we, like we are deep in it right now uh but it's because it's, it's a serious topic um a lot of my heartbreaks a lot of my pain a lot of my issues i've dealt with have come from people who are not healed who don't even realize that they have a problem um, and it was because I was unhealed out here and I didn't realize I had a problem. And so I'm staying in toxic situations that aren't good for me or I'm but believing it felt, good it felt good. You know what I'm saying? But that's the, that's the bandaid, mm-hmm. the sex good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You're telling me I'm beautiful. You're telling me I, I'm this and you're telling me I'm that. And because I'm not healed, you know, my self-esteem oh, or whatever, you know, whatever the case may be, whatever then I'm hanging on to your every word. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm believing you because I don't know myself (laughs) and because I'm relying on you to heal whatever brokenness I have inside of me. Um, So, yeah. I know a lot of my, (laughs) a lot of my issues back in the day and even still some now, um, all the hurt was because my sperm donor wasn't in the picture and I was always looking for somebody to validate validate fill the void and you know all that but i'm just like it took me to the age of 28 good lord (laughs) (laughs) but it took me this all this time to get to a point where i'm finally okay i'm finally not waiting for my knight in shining armor i'm not waiting for somebody to come rescue me I'm doing the work to fucking rescue myself. Because at the end of the day, people gonna disappoint you for one. They gonna make you look real good. Right. And you still end up falling. I'm just like, I'm glad I got a little, a little rump back here. Because um, I done failed so many times. But I'm just like, I've been so disappointed in the thought of what could be. And not paying attention to, to what, what was, was in front of me. <laughs> Ooh, child. Ignore all the red flags or whatever. Even in family members. I'm just like, it's so many red flags over, across the board between family, friends, boyfriends, all that, that I ignored. But I, I wasn't aware of what I needed to look for either. So, 
I mean, it was it was needed to go through all that hurt and stuff right. to get to this point. It hurt. And sometimes you it need hurt that, a lot. You but... need that separation and that silence to kind of put you in a space where you can reflect so that you can figure out, oh, this is what was wrong. Yep. This is what I need. This is how I feel. This is where I'm broken. Like, you need that. This is that. what I'm not going to accept. That part. I'm not going to tolerate <laughs> no more. Okay? Not another day in my life am I come to. And if you come handing me some shit like that, I'm going to hand it back. I'm going to try not to curse you out, but you might get cursed out because, especially if I, what bothers me is if I tell you something mm. and I confide in you about something, and you still end up doing the same shit that I told you not to do. You still break me in the same spot I was broken before. How? How was break that okay? Break me in the same spot and then it still cracks in the other. Listen, I'm. <laughs> Ho! Okay, come, 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 come back. Come, come on, we're going to reel it back in. I'm going to reel it back in, but I'm just like so tired of this shit. Like, if I'm willing to be honest with you and tell you, give you the fucking roadmap. Where you supposed to be? You got the blueprint, what you my guy. To do. Yes. And you still don't fucking follow directions. Why are you wasting my time? Because they don't know that they wasting time. They think they out here doing the best they can because they don't. They don't know. I, like, I did my best. I did what I thought. What? Like, if that was no, your best, I don't want to hear that. If that was your best, then I feel sorry for you because you don't know how the potential you have to be better because you don't understand Ooh, where you're broken. Girl. Look, we're going to touch on that. How beautiful you had the potential to be. Good mm. Lord. And then when that shit, when the smoke cleared, I was like, really? This this what it is? This what it's been the whole time? Because even, I mean, even potential ties into the healing process because you think, you look at this broken brokenness right and you know you about your own brokenness and your own healing and all that stuff help and heal right and you like oh you know once we do this healing process and we heal together this is what this person can be that's potential you know what i'm saying and it's like no boo if if that person wasn't even doing the work when you found them and we say people because let me clarify i'm saying people she's saying people because this is not a gender thing no this is not a gender thing. Because I am one of them people that will tell you, these females out here real fucked up. You hear me? <laughs> real. And they they get on my nerves because they, I can see them with a good guy. And they're so fucked up that they fuck him up. And I be like, see, this is, this is why. And then when the people come this way over here, they don't know what to do. They can't even handle the fact that I'm healing. They don't know what to do with it. So they just like, oh. I'm not used to this. It's a vicious cycle, man. It is a bit. Everybody probably has a story of coming into contact with somebody who had their own scars, their own journey, and who wasn't doing anything to their benefit to get to a place where they were better. You know what I'm saying? Just better. So we'll close out that one. You know, we can go. We keep going. Goal though, just to be better. Yeah, just be better. So now we're gonna get into our healing process so i'm already sweating y'all um so i'm vulnerable to it's a point okay. to a point i am vulnerable with my my readers and now my listeners 
um, to a point I am vulnerable with my best friend. Mm-hmm. Um, but when it comes to talking about stuff that I'm still in the midst of, it gets real uncomfortable for me. So <laughs> we about we, we about to talk about just dive in. We about to talk about our own personal healing process without naming names, without having specifics or whatever. But I will give y'all a timeline. Y'all already know I've told this story plenty of times. <laughs> so currently, I am in probably probably the best place I've ever been in my life. Um, I I can attribute that to me doing the work, <laughs> me noticing the problem me trying my best to fix it and me knowing that uh when I can't fix it myself I can't ask for help uh, I'm dealing I was dealing with a lot of grief um not only did I lose my father I lost an ex um I lost a brother-in-law and all up in between there I lost some aunties and some cousins I'm one of those people that comes from families that the only time we ever get together is funerals, but that's okay because that means we going we gonna see each other at least once a year. Um, in the midst of that, <laughs> I was dealing with a lot of uh, stress and um, anxiety. I've been struggling with that since I was a child, but I didn't know that's what it was. Um, and <laughs> to bring this all to a head. I was with someone for a very long time and went through a really um, bad breakup, to say the least. It started off good, it turned real sour real quick. Uh, And the only reason that it, it kind of rocked my world the way it did was because in the midst of me having so many different things going on, it was like the cherry on top, this breakup. And I was, the routine was the the thing that was keeping me together, right? The routine was the thing that was something I could control. It was something that I could look forward to. It was something that was holding my life together and, and helping me make sense. So when I lost that, I fell apart. I fell apart in a way that I didn't even know was possible. Um, and it got real scary. And so from there, <laughs> I, I really didn't have nowhere to turn. I didn't want to go to my family because they were dealing with their own uh, things, right? My sister had lost her husband. My mother had lost her husband. My, my uh, other sister deals with a plethora of health issues. Um, <laughs> and I couldn't really go to my friends because, you know what I'm saying? I didn't want to always be the damper on their parade or, you know, some friends wouldn't understand definitely you know couldn't turn to nobody at work so it was just kind of like I was in this bubble and I was completely alone for the first time in my life for the first time in my life I was so alone um that (laughs) I could finally hear everything breaking like it was loud I could I could hear all of my broken parts and I had a choice to make. I could stay there. I could allow myself to fall apart. I could allow myself, you know, to self-pity because like I said, none of that was my fault. A lot of that, the things that got me to a point where I broke and I broke down, they weren't my fault. You know, it was just life. But 
it was my responsibility to pick myself up. And so that was my choice. From there, I started writing a lot. I started praying more. (laughs) I started actually talking uh, a lot more than what I used to because like I said, I struggle with vulnerability and that's one of my, my flaws. But it's also one of the things that allows me to understand how difficult it may be for other people to open up because I struggle with it myself. Um, and it's one of the, the reasons why Let's Build uh, connects with so many people. So on my personal healing journey, I am at a place where I, <laughs> I'm still struggling with a lot of stuff and I'm still figuring it out. But I'm optimistic and it took me a long time to get to a place where I was optimistic about anything anymore. Even with all the the nonsense going on out here, y'all, because it's a lot of nonsense and especially in this dating world, this shit is not for me. But (laughs) I'm telling you, but I am, I'm optimistic that I'm crafting and I'm helping helping to build the life I want. And I'm helping to build the person I want to be. Um, and that's what all of this is about. It's about having these difficult conversations so that we can get to a point where we're being our full, true selves. And we're having honest, real conversations. You know, because the information you get in conversations like this is, is tools. You can take a lot of the stuff that we've discussed here and you can take that and apply it to your own healing process, to your own situation, to how you understand yourself and to how you understand other people. But yeah, my healing process, um, (laughs) it is pending. It is ongoing. It will never stop. It will never cease. I still struggle with things that it gets dark sometimes you know and I have to remind myself of these really bright moments where I know that because I've went through these experiences I can have these conversations and I can share um in that way so uh Kira (laughs) it's your turn boo oh man (laughs) um shoot where do I start Mm. um my healing process it comes and goes um I struggle with anxiety depression um I'm a single mom I never in my life thought that I would be a single mom Mm. but when I look back at the relationship I should have known let me keep my comments yeah (laughs) I mean I should have known um it was so many red flags that I ignored and <sighs> um basically um I was his mama so I, it was preparing me to be <laughs> Jordan's mama basically um and unfortunately it had to push me in the single mom direction but it's not a bad thing um because I'm actually grateful for it all um Jordan is like the best thing that's happened to me. Um, it gets rough sometimes. I mean, just this past week was 
probably one of the darkest weeks I've had in a long time, just struggling in every area and can barely pick myself up sometimes. But knowing that I have a little, little one and I don't want him to feel nothing, even if I got to carry it all, he's not going to feel none of it. And, um, yeah, just <laughs> every day is a struggle, seems like. Um, but I pick myself up and I keep moving forward. Um, I go to work, I do what I'm supposed to do at work and I come home and I be a mom, but sometimes I get tired of being a robot and I feel like this year alone, I've been just in robot mode, just making sure I'm this place, making sure I'm that place, making sure I show up here with a smile, (laughs) even if I don't want to. I have to have a smile on my face. And of course, nobody knows because I don't share. And that's a downfall of mine because I try to handle everything by myself and carry it all on my shoulders when I don't have to, but I still do it. Um, I'm still trying (laughs) to heal from a lot of stuff. Um, I just have to take it one day at a time, though. Like, I deal with it in in spells and it's not it's not good because I should just deal with it all in that moment but sometimes it's just too much for me and I just of course I have to tend to my son and make sure other other areas are going fine even if this one big area isn't but um it's a process it hurts and I'm just like I feel like in this part of my healing process I'm going through like a shift out of a storm and it's like painful and sunshine and rain and clouds (laughs) and you know but then and then some days it's like up and down some days it'll be sunshine rainbows sunflowers all that and then the next day it's like a big shit storm and I'm like bruh what in the world but I feel like it's necessary so I keep praying and I keep pushing myself forward because at the end of the day ain't nobody gonna help me unless I help myself so that part um long as I'm putting one foot in front of the other I feel like I'll eventually get to where I need to be so right now I'm just healing in this moment and going through this storm until I'm pushed to the other side Mm, mm mm-mm I'm going to try to follow that a little bit so we can close this out. (laughs) Um, What can I say? What can I say? I do have something I want to share with y'all. And it's just a a quote that I wrote because it's an ongoing thing, um, our healing. And it's not always going to look pretty. It's not going to always feel good. Um, (laughs) It's not going to always be optimistic right uh, one of the things that I look back and I think about is I'm glad I healed a lot of situations with a lot of people that I lost before they left this world and that's the important thing too we have to remember that a lot of this healing is is not just about us it's about the people we love it's about the people that we live in this world with and it's important that we do the work so I don't want to sound cheesy, 
so we can make this world a better place. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's that's basically what it is. So I'm going to leave you with this quote that I wrote. Uh, if you follow me, Instagram, K Antoinette underscore the blogger, uh, you'll see it posted. And I'll post it uh, after I post this episode too, whenever this episode comes out. So it says, I still get angry. I still get frustrated. I still get petty. I still wake up and have to forgive for the new day. I'm still healing. Sometimes I relapse. Sometimes I need reminding. But my journey isn't over. And I've already come so far. So, till next time, you guys. Think about your healing process. Please, please, please actually put in the work on it. And uh, we'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye Bye-bye.